Today on Hold the Middle, we wrap up our conversation on Endgame, starring Kurt Angle and Survivor's Jenna Maraska. We're two busy dads who don't have time to watch the whole movie. So we watch just the beginning and end of a movie, then try our best to fill in the gap. I'm Dan. I'm Steven. And And this this is Hold Hold the Middle. That's what we're calling this, a conversation. Conversation about Endgame. Or chat. A chat. This is uh, one bad movie. It really is awful. Uh, I think that we're we're usually pretty fair with our reviews on, on the movies we watch, but there's like, I don't think there's anything good I can say about this. I always try to find the good in movies, whether it's the score or a, a performance or something. Yeah. I don't know if there's anything to take away from this movie. I don't think there's anything good. It's so, it's like, it's so bad, bad. It's depressing. It's really awful. I feel, I feel bad that anyone like spent money to make it, to watch it. it the acting is really awful. The writing is really awful. I don't know where, like the actors, other than Kurt Angle and Jenna, where did they find these people? They're not, I mean, they're so bad. They got to be local actors. But even like local actors, you would think that they had some formal training, that they did drama in high school, something. Yeah. It, It would be like if I was making a movie and I cast you. In like the detective role, like just like I just That's cast like my friends. Easy, easy now. I know I could be to, better than these guys. <laughs> I think you'd be better than than some of the actors in this. Movie. I feel like it's like they just were at the grocery store and they asked people, like pushing their carts out, "Would you like to be in a movie?" Or the plumber came over and they're like, "Hey, I'm making a movie. Are you interested?" Yeah, I, I said last episode those two cops look like. They came straight from a tractor supply store. Yeah, this is bad, man. Um, do you want to? You have uh, at least one game, right? Do you want to do? Yeah. It well, let's or? do that at the end. Okay, that'll right. be the bow on this movie. <laughs> okay. Uh, where do we begin? Uh, what t- What time did you start watching? Uh, one twenty forty eight. Okay, I was at one twenty nineteen. Um, let me tell you where I started. Angle was on a, he was on a boat and the guy, there's a guy in the dock who doesn't want to let him take the boat. And he says, uh, like, apparently he doesn't have a license or something. And he says, I don't know if you saw this part. He said, I'm doing it for her safety. And I thought he was referring to like a hostage or something that Kurt Angle had on the boat. Like he had someone with him, but they never showed that he has anybody with him. So, then I was thinking when he says he's doing it for her safety, he's referring to the boat. <laughs> uh, and he he doesn't want to let the guy, what, let Angle take the boat. I didn't see any part of that conversation because as soon as okay. I started, he was stabbing that fisherman in the back. Okay. Yeah. He says, you want to see some ID? Because the guy said, I need to see some ID or I need to see your license. And he said, you want to see some ID? And he takes a little knife out of his back pocket and he reaches around and stabs the guy in the back once. And I guess that killed him. That was enough. Yeah. Is it that easy to stab somebody in the back? Like the knife went right in, like all the way up to the handle. Right in the middle 
of his back. Like right in, in the, the middle spine. of his back. I mean, I don't know if it'd be that easy. I've never stabbed anyone before, no. so I don't know how easy it is. No, I, I don't know. I guess in, yeah. in, the, in the movies, it's a lot easier to do anything. And apparently you can kill someone with one stab wound to the back. He must have got him right in the, well, the heart's in the front. So I don't know. Yeah, didn't get him in the heart. The back's protected by like your spine and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I could see how the guy might never walk again. I don't know right. if he would die, but I'm, I'm not a doctor. I don't know. Uh, the next thing we see is Jenna Maraska. She's tied up on the floor. She's in the cabin of the boat. Yeah. Which do we know at that point that she's in a boat? No, I guess I not. I just knew he took the boat somewhere. I right? wrote down yeah. boat cabin. So somehow I knew that they were in a boat. Okay. Maybe they had an establishing shot. I doubt it in this movie. Uh, here comes Angle. He's got a gun. And now we get a similar dialogue to the beginning of the movie where he's like sweet talking her, but it's super creepy. And right. Terrible. He's like using the gun as a, as like a hairbrush. Cause he's like brushing her hair with the, with the gun. Yeah. With the barrel. Very the creepily. Gun. And, uh, he like kisses her on the neck and says, it's time to play. Time to play. Super <laughs> creepy. Very creepy. Yeah. And at this point of the movie, we don't learn this right away, but I think we find out later that there's also a little girl on the same boat. Yeah. We do find that out later. They never show her in any of these scenes. I, Not I don't really see yet, her. But I'm wondering, is she there to witness all this creepy behavior from Kurt Angle? I have no idea. I don't know where she was. And apparently she's not tied up. We'll find out later. And she has access to a gun. Yes. That who knows where that came from. Anyway, uh, the cops show up at the dock now because there was a dead body there. Um, I think it's the same dock. There's a girl on a stretcher. Who knows where she came from? I think she's that's, really. Isn't that go- the detective's wife? Oh, is it? I think so. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Yeah. When she, did- I believe. That's the detective's wife, and the little girl we see later is his daughter. She looked and, really young to be his wife. Uh, maybe I, I need to rewatch so. it, but she was like, uh, she says something like, it was a clown. Yeah. And he goes, a clown? And the whole conversation was him just repeating what she's saying. <laughs> she was like, it was a clown. And he goes, a clown? And she says, he took Chrissy. And then he goes, he took Chrissy. <laughs> <laughs> she said she thinks it's Mayfield. It was Mayfield. I guess Mayfield is Kurt Angle. Yeah, I think he's so. a clown. Andy's Kurt, Andy's Mayfield. Right. And um, the, de- the, de- the detective says, now that low life is messing with my family. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, I guess she's his wife. The, the, she wasn't in the beginning of the movie, though, was she? No, First I don't think so. Don't we know. saw this detective in the beginning of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they go back to the police station. Of course, it's super dark. There's like one light on off screen. Uh, someone calls looking for Burke. I guess the detective that we've been following is Burke. Right. Um, he gets a hold of him. The, the lady. Well, the, there's one guy that takes the phone call. Uh-huh. And then uh, there's another lady sitting in there. In there. She looks like she looks like she came from like the bingo hall or something. <laughs> huge hair, right? Yeah, huge hair. Uh, <laughs> she's the one that gets Burke, 
Uh, did you say how dark it is in the police it's station? A, wait, wait, it's wait so dark. dark. Like it's all so the dark. lights are off except yeah. for like they have one like desk lamp turned on or something. Yeah. And I was thinking, okay, it's nighttime. It's late. You know, they've shut everything off except the people's desk lamps or something. Uh, and, but the next scene we'll find out it's daytime. <laughs> so there's no windows, I guess, in this place. Uh, the, uh, the, the guy who calls looking for Burke, his name is Mr. Miller. I don't know if he's been in any other part of the movie or not. But we don't hear him, his side well, of the conversation. Well, we hear like a... Right. A lot of mumbling. It's, uh, it sounds like a Peanuts teacher, or there used to be this game in the 80s and 90s called APB. I don't know if you remember, remember that. It had a pedal for the gas, and um, you had a steering wheel. <laughs> I think you were a cop. And you had to uh, chase down like the, these these bad guys, these flower vans. And at the beginning, there would be another cop that would tell you your assignment. He'd be like, rah, 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 rah. and that's what <laughs> with like text was. on the screen. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> so if, if I'm remembering correctly, anyway. Uh, so Mr. Miller, we find out through Burke's repeating of yeah. all of his lines, he sold someone a boat. <laughs> He's doing exactly what he did with the wife. Well, yeah, it's it's always fun to watch someone do like a one-sided phone conversation on a TV show or a movie. Yeah. Because it's it's not an easy thing to do. And one of the best people at it is is, is Larry David on Curb. Like anytime he's on the phone and, it, and you only hear his side, it's always so great. But this guy, he's just repeating everything Mr. Miller says because we as the audience need to know what right. Mr. Miller is saying. <laughs> They should have just had Mr. Miller's voice on the phone. Yeah. So he goes, you sold someone a boat, a 45 foot Gibson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Miller. So you do remember something. <laughs> you sold him yeah. a boat. He writes something down. Like, what did you write down? Like 45 Gibson? 40. Yeah. Something like that. Is it so boat? It's a pretty big boat. 45 foot. I don't know if that boat that Kurt Angle was on at the end was 45 feet. That long. wasn't 45 foot. No, I don't think so. Uh, anyway, this could be the break they need, apparently. And I wrote down, I made a note, uh, a point of writing down, holy cow, the acting is so bad. It's, <laughs> it's just terrible. Uh, so let's see. Burke calls someone else. He has to borrow Bob's boat, whoever Bob is. Right. Is Bob so now, his friend? Yeah. He's There's no other around. way for a detective to get a hold of a boat. No, no, not there. other than to thankfully he has a friend that has a boat that he can borrow. Yeah. Did you see the name of the boat? I think I did, but I didn't write it down. It was the Lady Dak. <laughs> Lady Dak, like Dak Prescott, D A K. Is that um, how it's spelled? It was Lady, and then separate word D A K Dak. That's weird. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. Maybe it is Dak Prescott. No, this movie's from 2009. It wouldn't be Dak Prescott. Dak is short for Dakota. His name is, his full name is Dakota Prescott. This definitely has nothing to do with Dak Prescott. No. It's no. just spelled the same way. Uh, so he's out on the lake now looking for a 45-foot Gibson, just tooling around. He's riding around for almost two full minutes. We just get this scene of him riding around the the lake or the river, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And it's literally like 90 seconds. 
of him driving, looking, looking through binoculars, trying to find this boat. And he starts it, it seems like the morning, but by the time he's done, it's completely dark out. It's again. dark, yeah. He would have had to refill gas on that boat a couple of times, probably. He all might that, have, yeah. Riding around. Uh, incredibly, since it's dark out, he finds the boat through binoculars. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, uh, now, so inside the Gibson, we've got a shot on the door and it is a super long shot. Just watching the door, just waiting for the door to open. It just takes forever. Is it like a sliding door or something? Yeah. And finally he gets inside. There's like one light on in the boat. It, I think it's a night light and it's up by the driver's seat. You can't see it. It's so poorly lit. It's total darkness. Yeah. We can't see anything. It's crazy. <laughs> so he comes in and you got the same perspective the entire time. It's like a sh- camera at the back of the boat and he's up at the front of the boat. So all you kind of see is a silhouette coming and he's got a gun and he walks to the back of the boat and he finds uh, Jenna or whoever she is. I don't know who what her name is. Jenna Maraska. She's tied up and he unties her and asks uh, where he is. Mm-hmm. The clown, Kurt Angle, Mayfield, whatever he is. She doesn't know. And then Kurt Angle just kind of appears out of some other room or something. Yeah, quietly. Yeah, he grabs Burke and handcuffs him. Makes him handcuff himself. Makes him handcuff himself. And he says, uh, I told you, Burke, when you started this game, you had a lot to lose. Oh, hold on. I've got this audio. Oh, let's play it. Yeah, let's let's hear this. Here we go. This is the uh, interaction. I told you, Burke, when you started this game, you had a lot to lose. The only loser I see here is you. How can I be the loser when you're the one that has the gun to your head? So, you kill me, then what? Then what? Then I take Carol and your little girl, and I slit their throats. Then I take your wife out of the hospital, and I give her the lovemaking session she's been dying for. Then I kill her too. Mm, boy, he's really thought this through. That's a, a comically long plan that Kurt yeah. Angle describes. I love the first part of it where he says, uh, you're the loser. And the other guy's like, no, you're the loser. <laughs> How am I the loser? <laughs> uh, so, just, uh, yeah. Kurt Angle's plan, it's so long. He, he says, uh, I'm going to kill you. And then I'm going to go to the hospital. And I'm going to kill you. Then I'm going to kill your daughter. And then I'm going to go to the hospital, make love to your wife. And then I'm going to kill her. He's not just going to make love to her. He's going to give her the love, that she, the lovemaking session she's been waiting for. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, she's been That's waiting good. to get raped and <laughs> beat up. Uh, so this is just the world's worst dialogue. Um, Angle then, he's just about to pull the trigger on Burke after revealing his master plan of all the murdering and lovemaking. And he gets shot. We hear gunshot. Yeah, but it's not Angle shooting Burke. Mm-mm. When we when Angle falls to the ground, we see who shot him, and it was a little girl. Where did she get that gun? I don't know. It was a weird looking gun, too. Is it the gun that Kurt Angle just took from the detective and like set it down somewhere? Just left it there because there were two guns. But why would he take the gun and just leave it somewhere? I don't know. 
And why the girl's not tied up or anything. And why isn't she tied up? I don't know. Uh, when they show, there was two points in this last 10 minutes where I laughed out loud. Not laughed out loud, chuckled out loud. Mm-hmm. This was the first moment when okay. we see the little girl holding the gun. She's like an eight-year-old girl holding the gun that she just shot Kurt Angle with. That's the first time I chuckled out loud. <laughs> What's the second? Uh, the second where I think we're going to get to. Okay. All right. So uh, she he falls down. She's just standing there. In the next scene, the cops are there and a news team walks up. Yeah, and now we're back. Now we're at back out of the docks at the. That's marina, right. I that's guess. right. We're not. We're not at the. Um, we're not at the uh, houseboat or whatever yeah. it was. There's a weird, unnecessary scene with the news reporter trying to get the scoop, and then she gets like shooshed away from or by one of the cops. Yeah, she wants to know if they caught the killer, and the killer had a name. Do you remember what? The oh, name the was? stranglehold killer. Stranglehold killer. Yeah. Um, maybe inspired by the Ted Nugent song. I think Ted Nugent has a or song called Stranglehold. Stranglehold. That's like a wrestling move, right? I don't know. I don't. Stranglehold? Sounds like a wrestling move. Yeah. Headlock. Yeah. Sleeper hold. I don't know if you have uh, Maybe I'm mixing some moves up. Maybe. Uh, but he, he won't give her any details. He just says, let me just say, the city can sleep more safely tonight. And then they... Shoot, shoot her away. Yeah. Escort her out of there. Uh, Jenna, was this at the dock or was this somewhere else? Jenna asks Burke what he's going to do now. Yeah, this is at the dock. She's like, okay. she looks like she's standing on a boat. I don't know. It was kind of weird to tell where she was. I think she had a blanket wrapped around her or a towel. She had a blanket, something. yeah. And it's uh, like in, in any movie when someone's been through a tragedy. The first thing the police do is they give them a blanket to wrap around (laughs) around the body. That's true. That's so funny. Uh, Yeah. And he says uh, it's time for a career change. uh, He he takes his badge off. He's wearing one around his neck. He takes it off his neck and tosses it to Jenna Maraska. So is she going to be the cop now? Is that how it works? I, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it's like tagging out. You just give the badge to someone else and now she is now a detective she inherits all his case files his (laughs) unsolved crimes i mean i know there's a police shortage but that doesn't seem like the best way to hire new police detectives nope and they have awkward wave goodbye and that's the the wave goodbye that's the the second time oh that was (laughs) was she's smiling too so bizarre yeah. So he tosses Maraska the badge. She catches it, smiles, because she's now a police detective. And then they cut back to Detective Burke and his little girl. And they're standing there smiling and waving <laughs> for what seems like 10 seconds. It was way too long. Do you think you could purposely make a movie this bad? No, I don't think you can purposely make a bad movie. I don't, I don't think so either. It would end up being funny. Right. Like you would try and do something really bad. When you try and, just, and make it bad, like you're in on the joke. Yeah. And like you want people to laugh. Something like this, they're trying to make a good movie and it's just terrible. Yeah, they're just they fell flat but on the But the the waving was so silly. I'll have to look at that part again because I I was probably just crying. I'm just I'm I'm picturing the 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 director or the cameraman or whatever, or the assistant director at that scene, like, okay, action. All right, start waving, smile, keep waving, keep <laughs> waving, 
Keep waving and cut. We got it. <laughs> we got the shot. Uh, Here's right. the thing. Well, this, this little girl has just been through a very traumatic situation. She's been kidnapped by a clown. Yeah. Held hostage. Been witness to God knows what on that boat. Mm-hmm. And then she just murdered a serial killer. Yeah. And two minutes later, she's smiling and waving at Jenna Maraska. What we didn't mention is someone did say earlier that she was a special needs child. That's right. Could be that she just doesn't, her character doesn't understand what is going on. It might be for the That's best possible. because yeah. otherwise she's going to be going through years of therapy to get over this. Although if she didn't understand what was going on, she wouldn't have killed the guy. She knew something bad was happening. She so, knew he was a bad man. Yeah. Uh, all right. I don't know what the heck we just watched. This is just the worst movie ever. Uh, it's really bad. Um, Rotten Tomatoes, 0% from critics because there were no critic reviews. A, a, a mind-boggling 17% from the audience on 100-plus ratings. That's unfathomable. I don't know how this gets past like 2%. I understand there's like Kurt Angle's mom or his brother. They want to write a favorable review or the director's relatives or friends. I don't know how you get to 17% though. No one unrelated to this cast or crew should be writing a favorable review. You said out of, out of a hundred reviews. Oh, a hundred plus it said. Huh? I mean, all they need to do is get 17 or their friends and family to give a favorable review. Yeah. I don't know. The poster for it on Rotten Tomatoes isn't even the correct movie. It's another movie. Are you serious? They've got they've definitely got the right reviews because it all so many of them reference Kurt Angle in the movie, but the poster is incorrect. It's a different huh. movie called Endgame. Wow. Not the Avengers how, Endgame. How does something like this get made? They should have I mean, a podcast. Cost, they should have a podcast where they talk about how did this movie get made? That would be a good one. You could call it How Did This Get Made? Yeah. How on earth did this get made? <laughs> That's a the good other one. Yeah, we the other should one do might that. already be taken. <laughs> How yeah. the heck did this get made? Uh, all right. Well, uh, we may have. All right, there was a couple uh, Rotten Tomatoes reviews from audience that I wrote down. One was, "I rented this from Redbox, not expecting much, and that's exactly what I got." <laughs> there was an IMDb review that said, "This movie is horrible on an epic scale." And in a Rotten Tomatoes review, I feel like we may have missed the best part in the middle of the movie. They say, this movie sets a new low for acting. Angle is a much better actor in his wrestling matches than he is in the movies. The one scene where Angle's character goes to one of his victims' funeral in disguise was unintentionally hilarious. Uh, we might need to check that out. Might have to. If I, I, I'm not going to watch the entire movie, but I might go see that part. This is definitely yeah. a movie where... I'm glad I held the middle. There's no way I would have watched the first 10 minutes and continued watching this movie. I'm glad I held the middle and I'm disappointed. I watched the beginning and end. (laughs) Right. Um, That's 20 minutes. You'll never get back. Yeah. Um, I did write a few things down that I saw in the credits. Okay. uh, Like in the special thanks. So it, this was filmed uh, near Pittsburgh in Sharpsburg, PA. Okay which I think I've driven through before. And Jenny's Lafayette Hotel is a real hotel. 
Okay. I guess lots in Sharpsburg. Mur- lots of murders there? I don't know. Why, I don't know why this hotel would allow the production to film. I guess it's just they only show the sign from the hotel in the movie. The interior shots aren't necessarily inside no, they, the real hotel. They couldn't have been. They but I'm, have been if I was the hotel, I wouldn't want to be associated with this movie at all. Well, I mean, I don't know. And there was a special thanks to Jimmy John's subs. (laughs) (laughs) That must be where they got their catering from. Oh, that's funny. Every day of the, every day of the shoot. (laughs) For 30 days, Jimmy John's. (laughs) Jimmy John's. Uh, That's funny. Uh, You know, what's funny is that, that you said it was filmed near Pittsburgh because there was a moment where he was on the boat tooling around that reminded me of uh, Bruce Willis in a movie that was shot in Pittsburgh. Do you know what movie I'm talking about? Bruce Willis, Bruce Willis, Sarah Jessica Parker. No striking distance. Ah, never seen it. Yeah. It's it's a good movie. It's good. It's a, he's a cop and his whole family are cops. Um, Who else is that? The dad from Frasier. And who's the guy that uh, just died that was in heat. I think he was in it too. Um, uh, what's his name? Tom Sizemore. Tom Sizemore. Oh yeah, he just died. Yeah, I just I said? said that. Yeah, oh. I said that. Yeah, Dennis Farina, Robert Pastorelli from I think he was on Murphy Brown, John Mahoney. That's the guy. Andre Brower. It's a great cast. You, you should check this movie out. This is a good movie. Fine. All right, We've anyway. talked about doing a Bruce Willis season. We yeah. wouldn't do this one because you couldn't seen do that it, one. But... That's a good movie, anyway. It's not, definitely not a bad movie. Um, okay. What else? You had another. Uh, I guess let's wrap this up with the IMDb keyword game. Okay. I asked you to select your favorite keyword. I've written down mine. I think there was about what fifteen to twenty keywords. There wasn't that many. All right. It was. It was. It was not that many. So I, we're going to no see way if we, have we a don't match. have the same one. We definitely have a match. You think we have a match? Hundred percent. There were some good ones on there. There was only one that really stood out. All right, Dan, what was your favorite IMDb keyword for Endgame? Dead body in a freezer. <laughs> I can't see it. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I can see it now. Dead body in a freezer. <laughs> wow, we're two yep. for two. All right, yeah, we're pretty good at this. Uh, okay. Well, what are we back with next time? I don't think we know. We don't know. Yeah. And we might be joined by a special guest next time too, right? Uh, yeah. That would be your okay. buddy, right? Yeah. See if we can get him. If not, we'll, uh, we'll get somebody else. Yeah. If, uh, <laughs> people are playing along, we'll put on, uh, Instagram what our next movie is. And, uh, we're on Twitter now at htm underscore pod okay cool is the twitter handle awesome so uh feel free to engage with us on instagram or twitter and uh hopefully the next movie is a little bit better than this one yeah well it has to be it couldn't possibly be worse There's no, this really is no probably top five worst movies i've ever seen i've never seen the room i've heard it's really bad i can't imagine it's worse than this no, maybe I, I'll check. Yeah, it out. what could be worse than this? Yeah, I know. I don't. I don't think anything. All right, this was fun. Thanks, Stephen. All right, talk to All you right. next time.
If you like this podcast, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Instagram at Hold the Middle.